0: Hello and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Colleen and I am joined today by my fabulous co-host, Tina. And today we are going to be talking all about the travel industry, travel trends, and what travel will look like in the coming months as we move out of this pandemic. And to help us do that, we have a very special guest, Cindy Williams, travel industry expert and CEO of Careers on Vacation, who will be joining us. But before I introduce her and we get started, I want to take a moment to mention the sponsors of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in Disney destinations, cruises, the Caribbean, and more. Are you ready to plan your next vacation? Now is the time to get started, so be sure to reach out to the fabulous agents at Mystical Dream Travel. You can find more info on their website, mysticaldreamtravel.com, or look them up on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. Hi, Tina. How are you doing today? Hey Colleen, I'm doing fabulous on this rainy day in the Berg. Great, so today we're going to be uh, diving into all things travel as things are heating up in the vacation market. People are definitely ready to get out of their houses and go see the world, which is amazing. And I'm so excited. And I'm really excited that joining us to talk about this is Cindy Williams. As I mentioned already, Cindy is a travel industry expert. She is also a speaker with over 25 years of experience in the travel industry and CEO of Careers on Vacation, which provides consulting, educational programs, and resources for travel entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, (laughs) entrepreneurs <laughs> like Ooh. get it out all over the world. So hi Cindy, how are you today?
1: Hey, I'm so good, Colleen. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm so excited about this topic, especially after the last couple of weeks, we've seen such
0: an uptick in travel happening all over the world. I know we're so excited to have you today. So we've covered your professional background, but here on Magical Traveling Moms, we're all about moms and families. So could you possibly share with our listeners a little bit about your family and where you're from?
1: Absolutely. I would love to. So I grew up in the Midwest, Grand Rapids. I would say I'm from G-Rap, Grand Rapids, Michigan. (laughs) And I actually, a travel company I worked for when I was in my 20s moved me. They relocated me down to Houston at the time. I met my husband and we now live in Austin and we have three little munchkins my daughter is 15 this week I'm dying because we're getting college catalogs in the mail my uh, son is 11 and we are the guardians for my nephew who is 11 so it's like having twin uh, boys almost yeah a lot of activity here I'm a mom first for sure
0: oh my gosh right yeah we always have to wear that mom hat first right (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, let's get started by talking about the state of the travel industry, which took a pretty big hit over the last year um, and how things are looking right now. So what, what are your feelings, Cindy, on just what happened with the travel industry last year and how we're going to start recovering now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So 2020, I mean, it affected almost every industry in the world, right? The travel industry isn't alone in terms of the impact, but of course, we're impacted because everything was shut down. There were travel bans that were put on overnight, and people had weddings and they had trips and all the things planned. And literally a lot of travel agents just saw their entire book of business for the year, just crumble before their eyes. So it was really devastating last year. And it was, it, it was scary and it was frustrating. And it was, it was tough, right? Like I've been, been doing this for 25 years. I've been through 9-11. I've been through the internet boom. I've been through huge things that have impacted the industry. And and that was my saving grace that I had been through tough stuff before. And so I was like, we always come back. We always come That's what the trends always show. And thankfully, you know, I think just really grateful that that everybody worked as fast as they could. And and vaccines, as soon as we got the announcement that the vaccines were around the corner that, you know, back in November, this was, there was a turn that happened where people said, okay, I'm done with this cabin fever stuff. I'm going to start planning. And we saw consumers starting to plan and book again. We were booking a little before that, but we're, we're pretty savvy on the marketing end, but we're coming into spring now and people are traveling. We have people on spring break all over the place right now. The, the clients that we support, their agencies are booking. Not only do we have people traveling, but we're building those books of business faster than ever. Kayak came out about a week ago and said, internet searches for vacations are at an all time high. Let's so, I believe it. Yeah, so the, the all the data is pointing to Full recovery, and I'm super excited about that. The other thing I think that's happening with consumers that's really promising is people are coming to travel agents for everything. You know, we normally wow. book the big trips, the complicated trips, but they're coming to us for everything because travel's so fluid, it's so complicated, and everything is changing on a day-to-day basis. That's amazing job security for travel agents, and that's and that's you know, so we're we're feeling really not good that all those changes are going on, but we're building client relationships for life and when the clients are coming to us they have vacation days like crazy because everybody worked from home last year they're putting those bucket list trips really to the top of the the top of the page because they're like what if I never got to go to Italy? Right. I, I, you know, I've been thinking about it for years. So we're seeing a lot more longer vacations, bigger vacations and more frequency that they're booking. So all of the trends are are looking great. And I feel really, really good, good about that. I mean, we're right at about a year, right. From when yeah. stuff shut down and you couldn't have a more different, like ying uh, yin and yang situation. So
0: absolutely yeah i agree yeah our the one year anniversary was just like last week i think when everything shut down yeah. i would say one of the positives that could be taken from the last year in terms of the travel industry is people recognizing the value of travel agents now where they you know, maybe before thought, Oh, I don't need that. I can book it on my own and you know, it'll be fine. I'll whatever. But now I think more people are realizing the value of having that support system, <laughs> having somebody in their corner.
1: when yeah, it, was it wasn't uncommon last year to have people say is travel agents. Is that still a thing? <laughs> right. Like We've always been a thing and the savviest of consumers use us because they know they can put down smaller deposits. They can make payments. We can get back. We can get deals. We advocate for them. But the narrative changed last year from, are those still a thing to major media sources like Forbes and USA Today and Travel Weekly saying, you better have a travel agent on speed dial that you love, know, and trust to handle all of your bookings for the foreseeable future. So the narrative has really changed and there's, that's creating a huge demand in our industry. And it's really exciting.
0: That's super exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. (laughs) I do have a question for you. So you mentioned you've been in the industry for a while and you've gone through 9-11 as well as this situation. Yeah. So, I mean, can you share a little bit about maybe how it, it's different and how the bounce back was different between the two from 9-11 into what you know we're about looking at now? Yeah,
1: I think with 9-11, a lot of it was consumer confidence. Am I going to get back on a plane again? Yeah. Right, it was, am I going to fly? I remember flying exactly one year later later after 9-11 and I was flying on 9-11 but just the following year and I'm all like you know right it was more. I think it was consumer confidence where people were nervous to travel and uneasy about traveling, and so that that was a big piece of what happened there. You know, this time around, it's more of a. I'm being told I can't travel. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to travel. And as I, especially in America, like we just don't like being told we can't do things. Look at the mask debate. I don't. I know you don't want to talk about that. I don't either. But <laughs> yeah. the point being is, like nobody wants to be told they can't have something or can't do something. And so it's, you know, at, and I always say like, we're telling our clients, it's about your comfort. So when you're ready, we're ready. And so some of our clients still aren't ready to travel, but you know what, they're putting deposits on for stuff next year or mm-hmm. later this year. And so we're just working on their schedules. And I think in terms of the, the parallels, what I always look at is people can't stay away from vacation. It's the one thing we get right every year with our families. And like, it's that connection time. When I, people always say, like I train my clients. I say, you know, what you do is not really selling vacations. What you do is you're connecting families and like you're, the, you're the dream maker for that memory. They're going to remember when they're 80, like, remember that time we took the whole family to Disney or remember when we Mm. all went on that cruise? Like that's what we do as great travel advisors or travel agents. And that's such a powerful thing. So people are not going to give up their vacations. We know that from the data, they might reduce, they might delay, but they always
0: come back. And can you blame vacation, right? No, I know. Right. Nobody wants to give up vacation. (laughs) It's like Mm -hmm. the one thing we have to look forward to. I kind of feel like cruises are sort of, you know, like you were saying with 9 11, people are like, will I ever get back on a plane? And I, not that it's exactly the same with cruises, but I have, I feel that sense of like, are the cruises ever going to start again? Are we ever going to cruise again? Is anybody ever going to get on a cruise ship again? (laughs) Like, that's. But, but I think that, you know, everything is really kind of starting to have that comeback feel to it, that like we're getting there and even places like Disney, I can't believe the uptick in interest in Disney yeah. over the last couple of like three months has been a crazy where pri- prior to that, I know like I didn't get like. I got some interest in Disney, but cruises was kind of more what the industry was kind of trending towards. But in the last three months, I feel like everybody's Disney, 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 or domestic trips.
1: You're so right. So I I just got back. We spent almost a month in Disney. I I don't (laughs) know if you follow our Instagram or all that (laughs) stuff, but when we go, we really go. So we just got back. We stayed nearly four weeks and The number that they were, I mean, a couple of days, the parks were at capacity. I know they're restricting capacity right now, but there were a lot of people that felt full. They're still doing social distancing, but to your point, we are having clients that would have never booked Disney a year or two ago coming to us and go this year, we're going to do Disney this year. We're going to do something domestic. And they're looking for more of those domestic trips this year because they still want that vacation, but there's still Mm -hmm. consumer confidence, right? They're a little hesitant because not, I don't think they're necessarily hesitant to go international, but because the policy could change or a ban could come back or a country could shut down. There's all of those unknowns when you're, when you're traveling outside of the U S. So Disney has, Disney has seen an amazing, you know, bounce back. I have a staffer in Disneyland today for the taste of Disney, the sneak peek Ah. So excited for that. And to crew, to your point on cruises, we kind of we knew cruises was going to take the longest because mm. of the way that the ships are, because of the number of people. But Disney just released their twenty twenty two cruise itineraries just this I week. So fast, so yep. exciting. So it, they're, it will all come back. It's on its own timetable, and we just have to deal with whatever as it as it flows out and as yeah. uh, they get everything kind of played out for us. But. If they don't take the cruise, they're gonna do something else, right? right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're finding other things to do. So, talking about your Disney trip that you were there for a month, I can't. This is like my dream. So, third time we've done it. It's the third time. We've third done time we've it. done it. Oh my gosh! So, I was gonna ask, like, does it? Do you ever get sick of going to the parks if you're there for that long, or is it just? No, you don't. <laughs> oh. you just keep going. <laughs> My husband says you killed Disney for me. Like he used
1: to be a huge Disney fan and he didn't even go this time. Right. I like went, I went and I took, so all of our kids are in virtual school here in Texas. So they can school from anywhere. Yeah. A lot of my travel agent friends are just picking up their families and like, this is our chance to go wherever, you know, we have people in Mexico all over the place. But I I personally never get sick of Disney because I'm a huge Disney fan, right? Now, when I go for month-long trips, it's because we're building content, we're doing research, we're creating, we do a ton on YouTube. So part of it is work. Like we brought grandpa along too, so he would watch the boys during the day. And then me and my intern could go and get All the all the stuff we needed to do, but it never feels like work to me. I I was gonna
0: say that's a tough job, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know. I always say, oh, it's a tough job, guys. but someone's got to be out here in the field doing it. As you market research, as you you wolf down your cheeseburger egg roll in the Magic Kingdom or whatever. But yeah, we went back in October when it was a little bit scarier of a time. We drove back in October. My husband did go, and we were there a whole month, and we (laughs) loved it. And then we were there for four weeks, almost four weeks on this last trip too. So Disney's doing so great, you guys, with their social distancing and their measures. And we, in fact, that was my husband's one rule. He's like, if you're going to go for that long, I, you know, to be safe, I want you to eat at the Disney property. I'm like, no problem. I got you there. I can, <laughs> I can awesome. check out 30 days worth of Disney restaurants. No problem. Right? Oh my gosh. Oh, you're talking about do you have a resort that you stay at or do you stay? I'm a so kind of a combination. So I own a travel agency, right? So normally I would do a combination of getting some of my travel agent discounts. Those are on pause for agents right now as Disney recovers from COVID and all the fun. But we had our D V C so we stayed at the Bay Lake. We were at a two not Bay Lake. I'm sorry. That's where I own a Bay Lake. We stayed a beach club in a two oh, bedroom. Nice. Oh, so we the first uh, part of the trip, and then we rented a home with our own pool off site so the boys could have their own room and school could be a little more spread out. And then we just drive to the parks every day.
0: <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. Have fun, yeah, or so yeah. it's yeah. like a yeah. rough life every I mean. day, right? So I'm working some of that time, as Colleen knows. I run classes and do things like that, but I'm I'm a traveler, you guys. I can work from anywhere in the world. So I will set up camp and go anywhere. So yeah,
0: you it. need to have an internet connection, right?
1: <laughs> I have an internet connection. I'm in business. Yep.
0: So did you feel any differences from when you went in October versus when you just went?
1: I would say there was a little bit more of an uptick in people this time in October. When I went on the weekdays, it was like having the whole park to yourself. Like you maybe would see someone 30 feet away from you. That was not the case. I mean, and we weren't even there spring break. The last week we were there, it was just on the cusp of people coming for spring break. It was more college spring break, but this time I'm like, Oh, don't worry. We'll go on Mondays and Wednesdays or whatever. And we'll do our, our main filming on those days. Those were just as busy. So the attendance was wild. All the parks had a lot of, a lot of people, which I think is great because that means that's more travelers traveling. So definitely an uptick in people. And I have to just put a plug in for flower and garden at Epcot. Oh, it's my favorite festival. And last year you guys know they had to come, I don't know if you know, but they had to combine it with food and wine. So it was really wonky last year, Mm -hmm. but it was so beautiful. I was only supposed to go for two days and I kept going back and I ended up going for five days, flower and garden. I just loved it. Oh my
0: gosh. I can't stay away from Epcot. That's like my favorite, my favorite park. Oh my gosh. So
1: then for flower and
0: garden. I have. I've been to all, every single one of the Epcot festivals. I've gone at least once oh, and yeah, I'm hard pressed to pick a favorite out of all of them because they're, they're all so wonderful. Like you can't go wrong with any of the Epcot festivals.
1: <laughs> I know they're amazing. I agree.
0: I just booked a room for a yacht club in October. So I'm really excited to be that close to Epcot and it's food and wine because yes. food and wine is like my jam. So I love it, and I'm it's going incredible.
1: without kids. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that's amazing! You can't be having that access to the international gateway. Yeah. Like you can just walk into Epcot. I love that.
0: Yeah, no, we're gonna have fun. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. So what are your thoughts on, like, how are people handling the travel, like, rules and restrictions? And I feel like in the beginning, people were really hesitant, like you said, to travel because it was like, oh, you have to wear masks and you might have to get tested and social distancing. But I feel like as we've moved along, people are getting more comfortable with the idea and they're not as resistant to <laughs> all yeah, of Yeah,
1: I agree because in their home life there's not very many people that are not, you know, at least going out to the grocery store, or at least going out to their doctor, or they're, we've all been out in the world with a mask on now and we've made it home. Okay. Right. (laughs) So not to downplay anything because everybody has to do it on their comfort level. But you know, what I said to my husband, I said, whether the boys virtual school school here, or we go to a place in Florida and they're virtual schooling all day long, as long as we, you know, clean everything and we feel comfortable about it, it's, not a lot different than being home that that's another reason why I think clients are also taking longer trips because they can kind of hunker down a little bit longer in one place so I think people are more open and I just I think people are over the cabin fever you know it's to the point where and a lot of our clients are starting to get the vaccines right so they're they're like hey I've had my first round I'm gonna go ahead and book that trip for three months from now because I know I'll have my second one by then so that's
0: there is a new term I just heard it yesterday Called vaccination.
1: vaccation!
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I just someone just told me about it yesterday. Vaxication. I've been trying to Google at the tip, but I thought, wow, that's that probably is true. So I love that so that's much. Amazing. Oh, I love that. Well, it was like what were people calling it revenge vacation or something? Like <laughs> that's, that's Vaxication. So I like that. I like that. We can start marketing that. Go on your vaccination now. <laughs> Hashtag okay. <laughs> I love that. So oh my gosh, I love it. Well, people are definitely starting to get more comfortable about traveling, and and I agree with you about like what you said earlier about like bucket list destinations. Like, what are some of the destinations that you think like travel trend wise like are gonna be hot this year? Or, we're internet, a, lot, or at we're a
1: lot of interest to Hawaii. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> that's always a big one on people's list, but it's still domestic. You don't need a passport, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to Hawaii, of course, for a month. <laughs> have, you, do you yeah. ever go on vacation for less than a month? <laughs> anyway, you know, it's like if I'm gonna get on a plane, why don't I just do it, right? So <laughs> We do. I mean, we're travelers, right? But we, Hawaii has been a big one that's been perking up an interest because, and interestingly enough, Hawaiians opened a ton of like, we're getting nonstop flights out of Austin. You can't fly hardly anywhere nonstop from Austin. That's anywhere of like relevance, you know, but I was like, what? So the day they released it, I literally was like, because my husband told me, He said, I will go to Hawaii the day that there's nonstop flights from Austin. I was like, today's the day. (laughs) So literally two hours later, we were booked and uh, had everything all set up, but Hawaii's had a ton of interest. And I think people are Mexico because it's easy to get in and out of, and they have been the least restrictive. Mexico is not as big of a bucket list, but it's still, if you're going to do that out of the country, it's not that far out of the country and it's still a resort. You can do all inclusive. And then we're seeing, what was that?
0: It's reasonably priced. Like I find. Oh yeah. You
1: can get the most amazing deals in Mexico right now there's we're in kind of this bubble where i feel like they're going to go up again relatively soon because that's the other thing like disney's booking up already they're the things that people want the most domestic and that closer international type trip they're selling out and and that's, that's gonna be tough because they're still working, like Disney will only sell to a certain capacity. So we're really watching those closely. We already have clients booked for Thanksgiving and Christmas of next year all over the place. So it's gonna be an interesting year. I'm, I'm telling my travel agent, you know, clients that we train and support, Buckle up. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year, but you you have to be, you know, in that place where you're, you can move fast, understand quickly and make adjustments. And if you do those things, you're going to be just fine.
0: Yeah, I would say Hawaii for sure. I maybe every once in a while would have someone contact me about Hawaii. And in the last couple of months, I have been flooded with people asking about Hawaii and it's really crazy but you know it spurred me to just to jump I'd been thinking about getting my like certification for like being a Hawaii advisor or whatever and yes. i had been like oh I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that and now I'm like nope I gotta do it right now sign yes. up this week, get it done because everybody wants to go to Hawaii but I think you're right I think as long as we're like anticipating like What are people talking about? What are people interested in and jumping on it? That's going to be the best, the best way.
1: Hawaii is doing a great job, right? Like they're requiring tests to get in. So
0: people
1: feel really safe about making that trip. I I have never had a COVID test yet. I feel like I probably had it, but that's another whole story. But my husband was like, yeah, that's, that's top choice because they're being so careful. So that's another reason why people are willing to take that bigger trip and, and get out to the islands, which I'm excited because Hawaii is It's so beautiful. After Disney, it's my favorite place in the world.
0: Oh, I have not had a chance to go yet, but I I can't wait. But yeah, I think that like Europe is still sort of in the future, you know, like people are want to go to Europe. I I think that probably towards the end of this year, people are going to start getting more on the Europe train because right now it's like, you can't really to Europe, you know, so yeah, they're not really this doing country's rules are this and this yeah, country is a it's, it's a yeah. it's a whole other animal. It's I, a lot wait, to wait, but I but I think people are really like you said, like when you're told you can't go somewhere or you know you can't do something, then yeah. you just want to do it that much more. <laughs> so
1: true. So true.
0: So before uh, we go, we always like to ask our guests the following questions. So the first one is what was your favorite vacation that you've taken and why?
1: Oh my goodness. I get asked, I ask people this all the time and I never think about it for myself. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, I think I would have to probably go with Hawaii, even though I know we just talked about that, but my husband and I went to Hawaii on our honeymoon and it was amazing. We did three islands. We did Oahu. We did Kauai. We did uh, Maui and we just, we, now back then I didn't have a month. I had, we had to squeeze all that into 10 days, but we, we were younger then. We made that happen pretty fast. It was amazing.
0: Wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I cannot, I doing the training, it it just makes you want to go. Like that's what, one of the uh, the side effects of being a travel agent, right. Is like whenever you're like learning about new destinations, you're like, okay, that's it. I have to go there now. I
1: have to go. I have to go. Yes. (laughs)
0: Hawaii just feels,
1: it feels like home to me. If I didn't live in Austin, I feel like I would just, you know, just wear one of those cute sarong things and just live in that every day and be a hippie traveler chick on the beach.
0: (laughs) So what is on your travel bucket list?
1: I've always wanted to go to Egypt and I have never made that one happen. So my husband and I both want to go, but we're waiting till our kids kind of get through high school. So we're, we're planning for it. I'm excited, but that's always been a big one ever since I started in the industry. Like I had to to get my first job as a, as a trainer, a travel agent trainer, I had to do a presentation. And I did it on traveling to Egypt. And that's how long it's been on my bucket list. So we need to make wow. that happen
0: for sure. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's it's definitely, I think, one of those like once-in-a-lifetime kind of experiences, right? When you do it, you're gonna you want to do it right.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm ready now, but I, you know, those pesky husbands, they don't like to travel as much sometimes. So
0: I know what is up with them. All right. So finally, we always uh like to ask our guests. If they have a pixie dust moment that they would like to share with our listeners,
1: yes. So I actually got married in Disney. It'll be 17 years ago this year. I got married at the, the wedding pavilion. We had a reception at the Grand Floridian. And I always laugh because people are, you know, people are say, what was the best day of your life? And people are like, when I had my child, I'm like, nope, when I got married at Disney was the best day of my life. I'm not making, I'm just letting y'all know, kids are great. I love my children. I wouldn't trade them for the world. But that day waking up in the Grand Floridian, I remember I took like a jog down to the wedding pavilion and it was like talk about like that one moment and I saw the wedding pavilion of course it's a sunshiny day and right there was on there Williams wedding 7 p.m. and I just thought "Whoo, my life's about to change but I just felt so good about marrying my husband I just knew he was the one and 17 years later multiple businesses and, and endeavors and crazy all the good all the bad still the the best day that ever was for sure.
0: Well, you know, Tina actually had her honeymoon at Disney, and I am always feeling like I really missed the the boat on this. Like, I don't know why I didn't think to do that too, and I need to go back and like have a redo. Yeah, we talked about it. Like,
1: they actually do the re the ceremonies where you can renew your vows.
0: You could do that. That's what I need to do, Tina. I know. We well, talk about it all the time on the podcast. It it, comes, it seems to come up. It must be a sign. I feel like it's a I sign to me because yep. repeatedly, when we have guests on and everything, it comes up that everybody has their wedding at Disney or honeymoons at Disney. And I'm like, okay, like that's I it. Be, I need to be your witness. So I have to come. <laughs> it's Colleen's turn it's your turn. It's, my turn it's my turn oh my gosh well that is awesome well thank you so much for joining us today Cindy um it was really a pleasure talking all things travel with you and here's to the travel industry continuing to have an epic comeback I think yeah. I think it's all, all all signs are pointing in an upward motion for us so I'm I'm all excited So, well, until next time, we hope all of your travels are magical.